we go. Y'all don't know. Oh, shit. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Another solo riffing. Mm. Mm. Coming at you with the solo pod. Singing Mike in the sexy dad vibe. Evil boss like Zion. Attacking topics like the Suicide Squad. With the speaker, make your hair bop. I keep it coming cause I can't stop. Auto make the booty pop, riffing and rhyming all till I'm at the top. Killing that podcast game. Hot intros like an open flame. Putting other pops to shame. Six more months, we in the Hall of Fame. Riffing with Griffin. Yeah, we riffing with Griffin. Riffing with Griffin. Oh, yeah, son. Yeah, y'all didn't know. Y'all didn't know I could flow. <coughs> y'all didn't know I could flow. Anyways, welcome back to another solo bonus, solo riffing this week. I just got finished taping Lights Out. That's why I'm all, I'm kind of gussied up. Maybe you saw this if you saw the Lights Out already because it already aired. Uh, and then uh, then this episode's going to come out. But I'm just trying to do more of these quick 30-minute solo riffing episodes. You know what I mean? So I'm actually going to let me put the timer on so we don't go over so I know where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? Let's put the timer. Let's set the timer for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Make it. Yeah, let's set the timer for 30 minutes. And here we go. But anyways, before we even start the episode, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, one of my sponsors with a quick commercial. What's up, y'all? This is Eric Griffin. Eric Griffin Gaming. You know, I game. I'm a big time gamer. So I got this gaming chair. It was sent to me by Ewin Racing. That's E-W-I-N-R-A-C-I-N-G.com. They sent me the chair for free. They wanted me to test it out. I've been using it for like three or four weeks. And now I'm here to tell you uh, what I think about it. It's great. Lumbar support. Pillow on the rest here off the headrest. It's super comfortable. It's swiveled. The arms are adjustable. I highly recommend this chair. I'm a big guy. It's super comfortable for me. Get 30% off if you use promo code ERIC. 30% off. Use promo code ERIC. I highly suggest you get this chair. Just click the link down below or go to ewinracing.com. It's a dope chair. Thanks, y'all, for sending it to me, and I suggest you get one, too. Remember, Eric Griffin Gaming, check it out. We highly endorse Ewin Racing. But anyways, thanks for listening to all my episodes of Riffin' with Griffin. But I thought I'd come out. And I'm trying to do more little special solo ones. People ask me, like, Griffin, do the solo episodes. And here I am. I love doing the solo episodes. So uh, what happened this week that I even wanted to do it was, like, first of all, I don't know if y'all order food from, like, Grubhub, Dash, DoorDash, Uber Eats, all these kind of places, right? So, you, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just putting it out. Have pride in your job. No matter what your job is, you should have pride in it, okay? You, you know, even if it's not something you really want to do, it's like a, a stopover while you're trying to do other things. Or you're trying to make ends meet. I get it. That's what driving Uber is. That's what delivering Amazon orders are. All that. But damn, 
You signed up for it. This shit ain't government assigned. So have some pride. <clears throat> so it was my girlfriend's birthday the other day. And like, you know, we ordered, we we're trying to order some food late. She wants to get like a little something. And I'm like, okay, let's order, right? So then you're looking at the map. This is on DoorDash. You're looking at the map. You see the person come. They show you, oh, they're picking it up the food. It's very detailed. Oh, they're, they're waiting for the food. Oh, they got the food. They're on their way to you. And then you can kind of see the map where they're like sort of in my building. I live in like this complex. It's got a bunch of like condo type complex, right? So it's very simple. It's a square and you, you follow the numbers you know what i mean like my apartment number is there you know it, it's not like the shit is like 75 and then the next number is two no you just follow the fucking numbers right anyway person comes in i'm waiting waiting no call nothing and it looks like they got in without getting buzzed in so they're in they're in and then i get a message on the app it says food was delivered thank you for your order and i'm like yo food hasn't been delivered so i call because you have like you could call then they hook you up somehow it's not the real number but you call no answer i'm texting like yo where the hell are you oh um i tried to deliver it i i you know i did i couldn't this is what this motherfucker was saying like oh uh you know you only have a certain number of time and when you can't deliver you have to leave i'm like what you didn't fucking try to deliver it i said the, the, the instructions i leave very specific instructions uh well they're not very specific that's what this person's saying on the text messages i'm like what the fuck are you talking about the whole complex is a square you just go around you follow the numbers i think the shit is a scam now i'm starting to realize it because it's really your word against theirs like these fucking delivery people could be like, you know what? I actually like this food and this is my last delivery of the day. So let me just be like, yeah, I, you know, I couldn't find it. I tried to deliver it. And then they got some free fucking food. That's what they're doing out there. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, I tried to deliver. And then they don't care. You call the Grubhub or whatever the place is. You call DoorDash. You're like, yo, um, yeah, they didn't show up, uh, you know, and, and I don't want a credit. My shit is like, nah, I don't want a credit. I want my money back. Because I don't know if I want to use your service again, DoorDash. I want my money back. So, And I realize it's not even their fault. They provide a service. Here's the service uh, we want to provide for you. I don't want to leave my house. That's why I fucking ordered. So immediately, like when this lady's running around, her name was Wendy, okay? Fuck you, Wendy. <laughs> Shit, so mad at her. Anyway. So now you order food, and the whole point of ordering food is you don't want to leave your place, okay? That's the whole point. So immediately, I got an attitude anytime any driver is like, yo, can you meet me outside? No. If I wanted to leave the house, I would have just gone to the store. I would have gone to the restaurant. The whole point of me making this order is for you to come to my motherfucking door. That's why I made the order in the first place. You know, yeah, I'm finicky, so what? But I'm paying for a service. I want that service. Anyway, so this lady don't even call. She just, and then she says, oh, I took a picture of where it is. I left it by the mailbox. So now I got to put pants on and go out to the freaking mailbox. Of course, the shit ain't there. And now she's texting me back and forth trying to act like, oh, I didn't do that. And, and sending me screenshots of her phone about how she tried to call me. And like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I got no call from you, lady. I screenshot my shit, sent it to her like, where's your call, bitch? Where your call at? You, I don't see a call on here. And then I just was getting myself all worked up. And I realized, again, the whole shit is a scam. 
I realize this shit is a scam. Okay, so you got people who are doing this. They don't want to do it. They think they better than the job. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody's waking up one day being like, you know what? I think I want to order, deliver fast food to people or deliver shitty meals to people, you know, because and, and make like a little bit of money and a little bit of tip, you know? So I get it. It ain't the best job, but you signed up for the shit. So I can see people being like having no pride in the job. And they go, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be like, I, li- I like the smell of this food. You know what I mean? I like the smell of this. So we going to just, I'm just going to keep this. And I'm going to be like, I tried to order it and they wouldn't answer. They can say whatever the fuck they want, actually. They could be like, oh, he didn't show up. Uh, he wasn't, uh, they weren't there. I tried to deliver it. And they can say anything they want, especially if you live in a kind of building where you have to do some work. And it was raining. It was drizzling. So I get somebody being like, ah, fuck it. I'll say I did this, and then I'm going to take off. I think that's what happened. And I just resented the fact that this lady's on her phone texting me a bunch of nonsense knowing that she can't say the truth. Because honestly, I wish she would have just been like, yo, I stole it. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I just didn't feel like delivering it to your place. It was too complicated. Bye. I can respect that. But this idea of trying to make me feel like she's trying to gaslight me. That's what she did. Trying to gaslight me like I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I'm completely mistaken about what happened in this situation. Oh, I sent a picture. When you send a picture, like something about the app where you could send a picture where the food is. She easily could have just sent a pic, take a picture and still take the food with her. That she stole my food. That chick stole my food. Wendy from DoorDash. I know you stole my food. I hope you enjoyed that shrimp scampi burrito from Paquito Moss. Yeah, I know it was you. Just have some pride in your job, damn it. Anyway, topic one, done. <laughs> I went on Lights Out today, and it was dope, uh, with Josh Wolf again and this uh, lady, Ariel, Ariel Vander something or other. I've never, I don't even know who she was, but she was real friendly, real dope. I, I, had, a good, I had a good time with her. Let me get her name right, you know, put her picture up here. There's her picture, boom, you know. Um. Yeah, it was it was fun times. We had some fun topics. Sometimes I go on the show. What's her last name? Vanderberg, Ariel Vanderberg. Um. Sometimes you go on the show and it's like sometimes it's like easy topics, fun to riff on, and other times it's just like some weird topics. You know, especially with shit like the coronavirus going around. Everybody's scared of the damn coronavirus. You know, it, it's like to me, I don't even know. I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to speak on it. But I don't know if everything that's happening right now, like what people are trying to do, like don't shake hands, go near, don't go near anybody. Anytime there's a scare about like you can shut people's businesses down because the Koreatown, they got these good Korean barbecue places. And apparently there was some kind of scare in that area. And then like it decimated the restaurant business for like a week. Like nobody was going to these restaurants. And it's just like, damn, that sucks. And I was thinking about like I like getting my going to get a foot rub. So I went to the foot rub place, and these are like a lot of us just Chinese foot rub places. So like you now we in this like we all being racist, you know? We all being like, well, you know, they they come they don't speak English, you know? Then they come fresh off the boat or fresh off the plane, and they they take them to the the place go rub people's feet, you know? It's just I don't know what's going on, and it was just weird. So I went to go get my foot rub, right? And so I had like a I, at first I got a smoothie. And I'm walking around my neighborhood because there's like a there's like one of those smoothie places. So then I'm walking. I said, "Oh, I see foot rub. There's two of them." And I'm like, "Let me go check this out because I like getting a good foot rub." So I'm sitting. So I go in, and first of all, I don't like going to the foot rub places where 
you sit next to somebody that you don't know. And I don't know, for some reason, when you go to some of these foot rub places, they want you to lay down. Motherfucker, I don't want to lay down. I just want to sit, rub my feet. I want my shit to be in a bucket, you know, with the hot water. And then I want to be sitting up like this. No, but they want you to lay down, you know. And then, like, I come in and there's dudes with their shirts off and shit under covers, but their underarms and shit are out. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It just was weird. You know, like, it looked like a mash unit. Like, if you were in, like, some war, it, it looked like that. Like, people were just laying on tables. And I'm like, what the fuck is these, like... These weird ass men got their arms and shit out. And so I'm sitting there and I got my shake, right? And then there was this like this mean Asian woman is sitting there and she's looking at everybody, you know? She's like the overlord of the place, you know. Boom. And then she says something to the dude that was gonna do my feet. She says something in Chinese to him, you know, and whatever she fucking says. And then he comes over and takes my shake from me. This motherfucker took my he took it. He took my smoothie. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I look over at her and she's looking at me like this. She took my smoothie and he like put it on the ground and like telling me, I was like, well, damn. And I, I, <laughs> I felt like I was in the principal's office. Like I can't have my smoothie while I'm getting my feet rubbed. And so then they, they sort of reclined it up, like, or put it up a little bit. So it wasn't a completely flat lay down, but I was just like, damn, you know, I got, I got my 30 minutes and then I bounced out of there. But I don't know. While I was in there, I was thinking to myself, I wonder if this is going to hurt business. Like, are people worried about the coronavirus because, you know, the, a lot of these places are Chinese? And uh, I hope not. But, I mean, people are weird. You know how people are reactionary. They, they, they think something's going on and then they're like, you know, we got to get out of here. This is, you know, scary. Or, you know, it just it just steamrolls. Like I said, what happened in Koreatown, like, they, you know, a lot of the restaurants, they didn't go out of business, but it's just you saw pictures of, like, no one in there. And a Korean barbecue place, that's got to be devastating because they have to prepare all that food. And, and so they probably wasted a lot of food, so that's a lot of money lost for them. So I hope we can really, like, have some sensible uh, reactions to this. But once it comes, it, it, they already knew it was going to come here. It wasn't a matter of if, it was a matter of when. So now we have to figure out what this really means because I don't know anything about it. You know, I'm, you know, I just, I don't know what it is. Is it, it seems like it's like, like terrible flu symptoms or how is it different from like, you know, you know, the, these other flus and bird flu and all these other things that we've heard about in the past. Uh, is this like, is this like a going to be like this terrible rampant thing that's going to like decimate the population? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm worried about in LA. You know, there's so many homeless people in L.A. and they're just out there on the streets. I mean, one of the reasons why the plague spread way back in the olden times is people weren't bathing and washing and it was in dirty conditions. So I'm nervous about, you know, these people out here in these conditions and they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Is like something like that going to happen? I feel bad for those people that they're living in these dirty conditions. And how are those dirty conditions going to affect everyone else? Because it's literally like you think if you think you're escaping homeless, you were fucking mistaken. I don't, I would venture to say that everybody in LA is less than a mile away from a tent. Okay. So at what point are we going to step up and do something about this shit? I don't know how I don't have the solution. But, like, damn, at what point is it going to be, like, a really more horrible situation, you know, than it already is? So, yeah, coronavirus and homeless, the two topics. So we talked about the coronavirus on Lights Out. Then they also talked about this 38-year-old woman who's going to be on The Bachelor, which I think is weird. I, I Listen, 
She'd been on The Bachelor like three or four times. It didn't work out. She got rejected once. She got uh, engaged, and then the guy, let, they, they broke up after a few months. It's like this chick has had her shot, you know? And everybody's uh, everybody's on the internet like, oh, this is so great. Finally, uh, a woman of age. It's like, do you want to see that? Like, do we need a show to show us that it's difficult to date as a woman at 38 years old? Is that is that what we want to show? Like, I I, I don't know if that's going to be entertaining. You know, I think it's setting her up for failure, in my opinion. The lady's beautiful. She's beautiful, okay? But what I'm saying is you don't look at reality shows for reality. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's not what we look. B- Bachelor is a train wreck. You know, it's just uh, like this whole premise to me I reject. I reject the idea of like, you know, like when it's one guy and it's like 50 women chasing after one, whatever, how many women, that, that, uh, how does that make those women look? I, I, I just, if they're, they're on there for the, the, the little paycheck you get and the notoriety, and, but it's a train wreck. So why put somebody on there to, to perpetuate the train wreckedness even more so? I just think that's ridiculous. So I don't know. It seems strange to me. Uh, so I don't know how it's going to work. And then, like, you know, again, as a guy, like, what are you supposed to say about it? Like, and what kind of guys are they going to have come on the show? Like, what kind of guys? What kind of guys? Is they going to be rich guys? Is it going to be, like, regular dudes? Is it going to be, like, does she have to go on a show to get a regular dude? Because, like, when it's young people, you know, you, you go on and it's like, like, if it's a bachelorette and you go on and there's, like, you know, 12 to 15 of these hunky guys. I mean, I get it. These are TV quality guys that you're going on to, like, oh, let me pick which one. But, like. She's 38. Are they going to have also have hunky guys that are looking for someone like that? Is it going to be a 40 year old guys going for 30? I, I don't know what. See, even how I'm talking about it, it sounds terrible. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, like how are we supposed to look at it? How are we supposed to enjoy it? And I think all the women that are tweeting about, oh, finally, a woman of age. They're just setting this chick up for failure and, to, and, and to, for a sad situation. Hopefully it's not like that, but. I think she's had her shot. She's been on the show six times or whatever. Bachelors in Paradise, Bachelor this, all the different types of shows. I just at at what point do you go? We just not into you anymore. Move on. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it's entertaining. Okay, what else did I want to talk to you guys about? Oh, you know what? I actually okay. So I was in Canada, right? I went to Canada, and you know what? I I don't understand is like I didn't realize that Netflix is different everywhere. So, like, when you look go on the Netflix in Canada, there's actually shit available that's not available in the United States. Like, when I was in Canada, Uncut Gems was on Netflix. So, I was like, oh, this is cool because I hadn't seen it yet. So, I actually, I'm so glad I did this. I downloaded it onto my iPad because I wanted to watch it on the plane home. So, I start watching and I didn't finish it. But I also watched this show called Titans. And it's a DC Universe show. So they had it on Netflix. And I was like, and this show is dope. Okay, this is my review of this show. Oh, man, I fucking love this. Because first of all, I didn't think DC was going to be able to compete with Marvel because they've been sucking a bag of dicks so far, except for like Wonder Woman. Maybe one. And then in the original Batmans, not even just the first one, Batman Begins. Because they had so many tragedies. You know, with Heath Ledger dying, they kind of messed up what happened with the second one. But anyways, Batman Begins is a great movie. It changed the whole genre. It, it, it's a really great movie. But anyways, other than those, like DC's been sucking a bag of dicks. So t- their TV version, it, it's like 
Titans, I don't know if you're into DC Comics, the people that are, you you know what the Titans are. It's like the, you know, it's like Robin, you know, Robin and like young Aquaman, you know, Aqualad and all these different type of characters that are uh, amongst the Titans, you know. So, but the thing I like about this show is that it's rated R. They're cursing and there's blood. It's like a very adult show. And I love it. It's like rated R Robin. You know what I mean? And it's it's great. It's a little it gets a little campy and it gets a little, you know, they probably didn't have the biggest budget, but they tried their best. They probably spent the budget on the special effects and then the great costumes. And but like again, it's rated R. It's an adult show. And I love it. Right. So I even downloaded like a few episodes. So I could watch on the plane. Uh, and so, but when I got back to the United States, I sit down on my couch. I'm like, oh, let me go watch, you know, Titans. And the shit was gone. It wasn't on there. And I was like, oh, fuck, where is this? Turns out you have to pay. You have to subscribe for the DC Universe streaming service. And at first I was like, what? But then I went on there and you could get a free 14-day. It's either a seven-day or a 14-day trial because I wanted to finish watching Titans because it was dope. So I, I signed up for it. It was like $80. It's like 80 I believe, for like that you pay for the year, like $7 a month. But then I look on there and, dude, there's comic books, all the DC cartoons, like Superman movie, uh, some of the old Superman shows, uh, again, new comic books, some great cartoons like the Harley Quinn cartoon. They got a bunch of great stuff on there. Plus this show, another one, Doom Patrol. I think it's called Doom Patrol. Actually, let me go to it right now because I really want to make sure I'm getting the shit right. You know what I mean? Uh, Entertainment. I have it on my phone too. DC Universe. Yeah, it's a great app. Actually, the app is pretty it's pretty easy to uh, operate. Yeah, it's called Doom Patrol. And Doom Patrol, man, that, that shit is dope, dude. You know, I'm, I'm showing some shit about it right here, I guess. You know, I'm trying to be like, you know, boom, my edits. Um, yeah, this shit is dope. So now, and then Doom Patrol, you saw, and it has, um, um, oh, man, why am I forgetting? You know, I see I got to go to the phone again, dude. I got to go. Let me, let me look up. Let me just... Brendan Fraser's in it. Doom Patrol cast. Okay. Okay. So Deanna Guerrero, Guerrero. I think she's dope. She was in um, Orange Is the New Black. I actually did a pilot with her, and she's great in this. She plays like a crazy character. And then you got Brendan Fraser, uh, and he he his character is great. Timothy Dalton. You know, and a lot of great people, but. Um, they started this show in the Titans. Like they teased it in the Titans. These characters were um, on the Titans and then now they have their own show, but it's great, you know? And it's like, it's this again, this one's a little campy too, but this is fun campy. And again, rated R another rated R show. So I think DC universe is going to be the rated R branch of DC comics. And I think they doing the right thing. I think I'm tired of making everything for kids, you know, stop making shit for kids. Uh, I get it if, if it's all about money, but like I'm an adult paying $7 a month or, you know, it's like, imagine if Netflix was just all rated G, you'd be like, fuck this. Why am I paying $11 a month to cater to kids that I don't have? You know, and even if you have kids, then you have put the adult monitor on and you you have the kids version of it. So I do like that DC Universes. I don't know what other shows they're coming out with because I did a review a uh, few some episodes back of like the streaming wars and I never talked about DC Universe. So 
If I want to revisit that to re-rank what I think the things are, I think it's still Netflix is still champ. They're still number one. And even more so now, I would go Netflix. I would go Amazon uh, more over the Disney Plus because the Disney Plus, dude, they still haven't put out any of these new shows. Maybe when those shows come out, fine. They fucking played The Mandalorian. I watched it. I loved it. And now for months now, nothing else new was on this shit. So I think that was a mistake. Put some shit out. So I think it goes Netflix, Amazon, just because of the choices you have on Amazon. And you can also pay for things on Amazon, too, if you're so inclined. Like, I could actually buy this DC Universe shows. I could have just bought it on Amazon per episode as opposed to paying the for the whole thing for the year. And when you think about it, actually paying per episode might actually be better in the long run if all you want are those episodes and nothing else because then you're done. But if it's like a dollar, two dollars an episode, ten episodes, you know, like thirty something I, I think it's less than the eighty dollars, but I'm gonna try to see if I want to get into the cartoons and the other comics and then if I don't like it, I just fucking cancel the shit. But anyways, I still think it's Netflix. Um, Netflix is king. I think Amazon. And then I think, you know, probably Disney Plus and then Apple TV and then whatever the and Hulu. No, I actually, I think Hulu. See, I had to do my list of fucking again. All right, let's go. Netflix, Amazon, Hulu are kind of tied. Disney Plus, Apple TV. but And then this DC Universe is in there. It just depends on what your favorite shows are if you really like a show. And I think DC Universe is like, I don't think it can compete with them, but these shows can. Uh, you know, these shows can definitely compete. So I do recommend, again, Rated R Robin, Titans. That's what I call it. Rated R Robin. And I just Doom Patrol. This is a really good. It's really entertaining show. I actually like Doom Patrol better than I liked. Uh, what was that one on HBO? Um, oh, whatever that superhero one on HBO. You guys are probably saying it in the comments right now. I don't I don't really care what the fucking name of it was. But I didn't like I mean, it was good. I, they already not coming back with another season of it. So it's like it don't even matter. But I think Doom Patrol is on par with that show. Um, yeah. So make sure you guys. Uh, you know, listen to that. And, you know, guys, make sure you also check out uh, ericgriffin.com. Go to ericgriffin.com and check out my um, my tour dates. My website is wonky as fuck, but I at least have the tour dates and everything there with links to buy tickets. I'm coming to a town near you. I'm doing a lot of dates coming up in uh, 2020. So make sure you check that out. And then again, once again, Irwin Racing Chair. I want to thank them for sponsoring the show. They sent me this really great chair. So you saw a little commercial about that. So check that out. And, uh, you know, keep watching the show. I got some great guests coming up. And I'm just trying to grow the show, guys. You know how it is. It's a, you know, it's, it's, that, it's that kind of process. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a long, tedious process of trying to, like, you know, put out, you know, proper high quality entertainment is it even high quality entertainment or if it's just like my my fucking you know crazy thoughts i don't know i guess i'll finish also with uh the two the two movies because oscars the oscars have been over but i haven't really talked about it but the two movies and i had matt delia on and when matt delia was on you know we talked about 1917 the only two movies i felt that should have been nominated uh, could have I'm saying win best picture was Parasite in 1917 I thought those two movies were just the ones that stood out in my head as a great movie going experience 
So I do suggest you go out and watch 1917. Like, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know it was, like, a one-shot film when I went to go see it. So when I fucking saw that the opening shot is going on for 10, 12, 13 minutes, I was like, they haven't cut. They haven't cut. And then I was just enthralled for the rest of the movie. And Parasite takes such an odd turn that you're just gripped from from like you already were enjoying the movie and then it takes this odd turn and you're like what the fuck just happened and now you're just like wow what a different movie than anything I've seen you know in American cinema so you know so I'm glad that won a bunch of awards too because once again it was this whole thing about there's no female directors and all this shit it's like I you know what I loved I love that the Asian movie won and it also won a bunch of other awards because what can you say when you think women are underrepresented in Hollywood try Asian so how can when that happened you didn't hear shit because what are you supposed to say oh once again, you know, it's like all they could be is like, well, a man, there were men and a man. It's always man, 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 man. But like, hey, Asians have been underrepresented in Hollywood for forever, you know. So <laughs> here we are, this movie one. So that kind of shut up the like the feminists who were like trying to be like, well, women, you know, that one female director, she directed, I don't know even what movie it was. You know, she probably should have been nominated, but I didn't even see the movie. I personally feel like we should just split it up. Like we split up actor, you know, like we split up actor and actress, split up the director too, female director, male director. Some people don't like that. I'm sure you're going to say in the comments if you like it or not. Imagine if they didn't have actor and actress. Imagine if they got rid of that and they just said who had the best performance. It would be a nightmare every year because Sometimes it's going to be five white guys. It might be five white guys that actually gave the best performance. What are you supposed to do? Now we have to like cast it. We have to be like, well, let's make sure. So they knew a long time ago, let's not even put people in that situation. Let's just split it up, male, female. Well, split everything up then. You know, split everything up so everybody can get an award because that's what they want. Let's just give everybody an award. You know, then, you know, it just, I don't know, takes away from it. I want everybody to have an opportunity and have chances, though. You know, it's like at the development stage is where we should really be working on this. I've talked about this before. I'm not going to talk about it again. But at the development stage. But until that development stage comes, this is what we have to deal with. These are the movies that are in our face. Let's fucking vote on these movies. And unfortunately, there are going to be movies where it's all men, you know, all something. You know, and occasionally someone's going to break through like a parasite or whatever the female directors and, you know, female performers and all that kind of stuff. So. We'll see what happens. But anyways, that's a quickie. I just wanted to come out with a quick riffin with Griffin, solo riffin, midweek solo riffin. I'll do more of them. Uh, you know, send me messages of movies you want me to review, TV shows, all your questions you have for me. Send them to email me at eric at ericgriffin.com. Just solo riffing in the, in, in the subject or you know you can send me messages anywhere that you know I Instagram whatever you say hey man talk about this on your solo episode I would love to because I want to start doing more maybe maybe once a week I don't know at the same time still trying to uh, get a movie review show going with somebody it's most likely going to be Steve but every time I have somebody on my podcast that does that review that they we have a great conversation people go you should do a podcast with that person you know I can't do a podcast with everyone Guys, maybe it's me. 
maybe I'm just the one that has great chemistry with people. You ever think of that? But I don't know. I ain't going to toot my own horn, even though I just did. But once again, thanks for listening, watching. I want to thank Bugs, B-U-G-G-S. He's on Instagram for that dope beat he sent me. Uh, and, you know, let's, let's, I'll see you guys uh, next week. Not sure who's going to be on the next episode of Griffin with Griffin. But I got Jamie Kennedy in the queue. I got... Uh, Christopher DiStefano in the queue. I hope I said his name right, or is it Christian? Is it Christopher or Christian? Not sure. But, um, you know, keep watching. Keep listening. Share. Subscribe. And I really appreciate all of you, even you troll fucks. I sometimes like you guys, too. But thanks for watching this solo episode of Griffin with Griffin. Peace.